0: In Pelech of in chapter 27, the Al Rebbe begins to explain how the Benani, if he's having sadness, if he's feeling sad because of unholy thoughts and unholy tendencies that occur to him in his heart and in his mind, involuntarily, that this sadness has to be rejected completely because it is not coming from a godly place, it is coming from an ungodly place. The truth is that from the godly point of view, the person should be happy rather than sad, because he's fulfilling the commandment the to not follow the, the temptations of the of the eyes and the heart. by whom you are tempted. You are led astray. And this statement is addressed to the Bainani, because the Bainani's heart and the Bainani's eyes lead him astray whereas with the Tzaddik his heart and his eyes lead him only to godliness. So this commandment not to follow the dictates of the heart or the temptations of the heart and the eyes is a statement to the Bainani. So when he is tempted when his eyes are not holy and his heart is not holy they tempt him to go astray and then he refuses he rejects the thought and he rejects the tendency or the temptation then he is fulfilling this commandment and in fulfilling a commandment one is supposed to do with joy supposed to be happy and although he's avoiding a sin and not doing a positive mitzvah but the Gemara says that one who sits and doesn't sin sits through the temptation and refuses to sin, it's as if he had performed a positive mitzvah. And so he has to be happy in that he is successfully fulfilling this commandment. And what's more is that the the sadness comes from arrogance, from a failure to recognize his true position, his true standard, and that is that he is very far from the category of beinani, of tzaddik, and that he is a beinani, Not that he thinks he is a tzaddik, It's just that he thinks that he is close enough to becoming a tzaddik that he is disappointed when he finds that he still has thoughts and feelings that a tzaddik certainly wouldn't have. And this is because he doesn't recognize his place. A person desires and is disappointed only if he doesn't have that which could realistically be his. The poor man could be disappointed and upset with himself that he doesn't have a decent meal but he can't be upset with himself that he doesn't have a palace because that's that's beyond him that's beyond his realm so if the Benini would recognize that his Aveda is to fight the temptation to resist being a Zosha and becoming a Tzaddik is completely beyond his reach then he wouldn't be upset or disappointed when he finds that he is not a Tzaddik instead the Banani does have unholy thoughts and he rejects those unholy thoughts and he pushes them out of his mind. He averts them from his mind and thereby he fulfills this commandment. Now the Beninim might ask, it's true that I fulfill the commandment and I'll gladly fulfill the commandment any number of times. But what's the point? When you push away a yetsahara, you expect that, that you're free of it. That you'll be rid of it. And here he sees that the same Yetzirah keeps coming back. So what am I accomplishing, he asks? And in today's Shia, the Rebbe begins to explain what is accomplished, the great accomplishment that comes from subduing Klippa, even though you're not undoing it. On page 356, for the fourth of Adar, in chapter 27 and with each resistance, with each rejection, that the Bainani rejects the unholy thought and pushes it out of his mind, the unholiness, here below, is subdued, and when there's an initiative here below, there's an equal reaction above, it produces an arousal above, and is sitra achadu la So above also, in the source of klipa, there too it is, it is subdued. Hamagbia atzma Kanesha, the the klipa that rises like an eagle, in arrogance. Lekayim asher kosuv, and there is the fulfillment of that which it says, im tagbia kaneisha, mishom that God says that if Klippa will rise like an eagle, from there God will bring it down. And this is in response to the initiative below. When a person here below brings down, subdues his own Klippa, his Yetchahada, that causes the Ebishta to do the same from above, that he subdues all of Klippa. The Zehar marvels at the greatness of the enjoyment and the pleasure that God has when the unholiness, when the sitra ahra below is, is is suppressed, is subdued. Because God's glory, God's honor rises and is elevated al kula yatir over all, over, over and above everything else, more than any other kind of praise. And this rising is greater than all else. In other words, God's honor is elevated more through the subduing of Klippa than through davening or praising God or singing his praises. And therefore, the person should not feel dejected and should not feel terribly bad. Even if he will spend the rest of his days in this battle. the Rebbe says, He shouldn't feel very bad because to some, d- he has to feel bad. If he didn't feel bad, he wouldn't reject the thought. He has to feel bad about the thought, but he shouldn't feel bad about the fact that he that he's in the battle with the thought, that it keeps coming back. So even if he spends the rest of his life engaged in this battle, he shouldn't feel bad. Because possibly this is the purpose for his creation, for his existence, and this is the service that he can offer God, to constantly be subduing the clipper, And it's concerning this, the fact that a might spend his life fighting off unholy thoughts concerning this, he said, Baros HaRishoyim. I said, you created wicked people. You created the Rosham. And the Altarebbe asked in the beginning of Tanya, how can Eve say that God created the, the, the righteous, the tzaddikim, and God created the Rusha when this is supposed to be something that a person choi- chooses by his freedom of choice? So what it means that God created the tzaddik, that Al-Tareb explained earlier, that a tzaddik doesn't have a sahaja it's a different kind of neshama, and God does create that kind of a person. And now, Al-Tareb explains... What does it mean that God created the Russia? Because He doesn't, He's not referring to a literal Russia. He's referring to a to a person who ha, who has thoughts and tendencies like the Russia. Now, the fact that the Benini rejects the thought, that's his freedom of choice. But to not have an unholy thought, that's not part of freedom of choice. That's part of the created condition. And so as far as the creation is concerned, God created two kinds of people. He created people with yetsahara, and He created people without Yetzirah. The Benini is not a created condition because the Benini is created like Adoshah and through His freedom of choice, He rejects those thoughts. So it's not that God created people to be wicked. He created people with a Yetzirah and then gave them freedom of choice to reject the Yetzirah. But, but not be able to ever free themselves of that yetzahad. So, it doesn't mean that God created people that they should be sinful, but rather that they should experience in their thought, and in their mind alone, the the, the condition of the Russia and they will battle with it they will use their freedom of choice in response to these unholy thoughts to remove them these thoughts from their mind and what is the point of having the unholy thought and then rejecting it in order to subdue and weaken unholiness but they won't be able to undo it or completely free themselves of the Yetzirah, because that is another role, another service, another way of serving God, but that's done through the tzadikim. And as Dal Tadeb will explain in tomorrow's Shia, that the role of the Benani and the Aveda of the Benani is in a way higher and more precious than the Aveda of the tzadik. In the Hayim Yaim, for the fourth of Adar, Adar Aleph, the Rebbe writes, "Reshus HaChana, the beginning of the preparation, Lehisaskos Besichu to delve into deep matters, deep subjects, O Besechal and particularly if the deep subject is is godly, a godly subject. So the beginning of the preparation, who Aleph." The first thing is to work with the body, to make an effort with the body, to remove from it the pleasure and the delight from worldly things. And number two, an effort and a struggle with the soul, with the nefesh. To arouse in the nefesh a pleasure for seichel in general and particularly an appreciation and a pleasure for godliness